Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness. Brought to you by Element OP Productions. ElementOP.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey everybody, and welcome to One Meal, One Workout. This is episode 51, Fitness It's Not Just for Old People. And in a little bit, we're going to have Mr. Tony Scornavaca with us. And Tony um, has a great story to tell. But before we get to that, I just want to start the show off by saying, if we seem like we're talking fast during the intro and the outro, it's because we're having some connection problems tonight. Uh, it's not because we don't want to be here and don't want to talk to you. But um, we may be briefer than normal. You may be saying, great, I'm tired of them rambling at the beginning and rambling at the end. If so, this episode's for you. But I have with me in my ramblings, as always, Mr. Mark Cockerell and Don Sullivan. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Your enthusiasm overwhelms me, gentlemen. Uh, I, I took it up to like a nine, maybe an eight, and y'all came in at a solid four, 4.5. <laughs> all right. That's okay. That's all right. Hi, Aaron. How you doing, brother? That's much better. Thank right, you. Good. Thank you for taking it to a 12. Uh, <laughs> all Hello. the way to 12. Um, so anyway, tonight uh, I want to I wanna start real quick and let Mark make a large king-size announcement. Mark Cockrell, take it away. All right. Uh, after deep personal introspection and, uh, and uh, self-examination, I've realized that uh, I'm actually a woman trapped in a man's body, um, and I can't live this way anymore. I'm going to have gender reassignment surgery in a couple of weeks, and uh, heretofore I'd like you to refer to me as Linda. Okay. <laughs> For those of you that believe the, that, I have a bridge I'd like to sell you in Arizona. <laughs> is this the April first podcast? Is that when this is going to come out? Well, I just figured it, he made he built it up in such a way as like this grave announcement. I thought I'd you know not let people down. Uh, no, the reality is uh, I have been offered and have accepted a new uh, position with a company you may have heard of uh, in the past. Um, uh, Piedmont Medical Systems, where our very own Aaron Butler works. Um, uh, yes. And as you may also know, Aaron Butler works and lives in Atlanta, Georgia, or near Atlanta. Yes. Therefore, That's I must live and work in Atlanta, Georgia. So I will be moving from the Dallas, Texas area to the Atlanta, Georgia area over the next uh, few weeks. I've got to uh, go up there. My first uh, day on the job is uh, right, almost exactly a week after this will come out. Uh, and then I'll uh, have to find a place to live and then figure out a way to get the rest of my family there, my wife and three kids. So in that time, uh, as much as I enjoy and, and am committed to the art of podcasting and the act of podcasting, uh, I'm going to have to uh, be out a bit. So uh, things may be different. Uh, we may have some shows that Aaron and Don themselves produce uh, and, and send to me. We may have some shows. We may just miss some stuff. So uh, if one day we don't show up, uh, don't think we've forgotten you. It just means that I uh, was in a moving truck somewhere and couldn't do the show. Exactly. If you go on, uh, if you go on uh, online on a Wednesday night at seven o'clock and get ready to listen to the show, seven o'clock Eastern, and there's nothing there. There's not even a "we'll be up in a few minutes" thing. Um, it may be because we're not going to be there that week. Odds are um, we might miss a week or two. Um, we're going to try not to. Uh, if you don't have a podcast come down in your stream, that may be what happened. But feel free to shoot me an email for updates. Um, you know, we we plan on doing what we can within the realm of reason without putting undue stress on Mark and his family to continue the show 
as normal. But Mark, congratulations. We're excited to have you in Georgia. Don and Mark have actually never met in person after almost a year of podcasting together. So I'm sure they'll have the opportunity to do that now. And uh, I'm just really excited about it for you and your, Mar- your family, Mark. I think it's going to be a good thing. It's a big change for me. I've spent the last 15 years working in public education and will be leaving yep. that and moving to uh, the world of uh, public health care. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a whole new thing for me. And tell me if I'm wrong, Mark, but you, you kind of were born, raised, growed, and lived in the same East Texas area, right? Right. Within about 50 miles of where I am right now. And statistically, interestingly enough, most people do that. They, they are born, raised, yep. and die within 50 miles uh, in a circle. And that's, that's been me so far. I've traveled rather extensively, but never lived anywhere other than uh, Northeast Texas. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right. So, Don, anything exciting going on with you? I see you've been biking. You've been biking a lot. I keep seeing that popping up in my Facebook feed. Yeah, you rode, what was it, 71 miles this week? 71 miles in 25 minutes. It's a new world miles record. An hour. <laughs> That's right. New world record. Thanks very much to uh, Runkeeper. Run yeah, I got yeah. several reports whenever that went live on my Facebook feed. Yeah, I've been having the same thing. So, <laughs> well, apparently Runkeeper having time. some sort of issue, but... I'm apparently awesome, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I, I one time went out my driveway down to the end of the block to New England, <laughs> back to the end of my block, a couple more blocks, and then back to the house one night when I ran. And so, yeah, I, I had like a 389-mile 5K. That's a good run. That, that's was, actually an interesting awesome. question. I wonder where exactly I went. I didn't even think to check that, but I'm going to go look at my map. It's pretty funny. So, uh, All right, so real quick before we – jump on into our guest's uh, interview with Tony. I have a, a little news article I'd like to mention to you. The fit to fat to fit guys back to fit. We've talked about him on the show a couple of times. This is the trainer who had always been in shape, was always the, um, you know, the big fit, oh, yeah. big fit, strong guy. And he decided he didn't really know what it was like to be fat. He, you know, he was fairly unsympathetic to the people he was training. And so he ate everything he wanted and things he didn't want for six months he gained 70 pounds. His cholesterol went out of control. His blood sugar went out of control. His blood pressure went out of control. And then six months later, he's pretty much back to where he started. That's impressive. Yeah. Now he, but he is different. He, it has changed him uh, psych- psychologically and physiologically. He has cravings now for sugary foods that he didn't have before. Used to his wife would make no-nos, and he would just like, nah, I don't want that. Now he's, got, he's coming off the carb addiction from eating tons of bad food and carbs and now he understands when that person says um you know but but you don't understand i I just really want to eat that and i'm struggling to not eat it he he understands now so i think it was actually beneficial for him i wouldn't recommend it to you but uh i think he learned some things it was a good experiment if nothing else and made for some good for a good news fodder and got him on tv so uh, he's, I'm sure he's writing a book about it i think i'm pretty sure he is but i'll put the article i actually don't have to put the article just go to fit to fat to fit.com and uh, he has all of this stuff right there. And you can see the before and after pictures and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, um, we're going to go ahead and bring in our interview now with through the magic of radio, radio, radio. And here comes Tony Scordovaco. All right. We got Tony with us here today. And I'm excited to hear Tony's story. And I know you guys are too. So I'm not going to try to tell his story for him, which I usually try to do for people. I'm going to let Tony tell us his story. So uh, Tony... I said that, now I'm going to do it anyway. Tony, I found through a YouTube video, um, and say hi, Tony. Go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. 
Awesome. And so uh, that was also our sound check, in case you were wondering. And um, anyway, so Tony's got a really cool video about his, his personal transformation that he went through a few years ago. And uh, he's, he's 19 now, correct, Tony? Yes, that's correct. I just turned 19. Happy birthday. And uh, we're excited to have you on because we haven't had a, a quote-unquote young guest on the show. We've had some people in their 20s. We've had some people in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, but we haven't had somebody to talk to the young crowd that's out there. And I know personally from growing up as a fat kid that there's lots of young people, obviously. You know, we, we talk, we've talked about the childhood obesity epidemic. But what about those teenagers? And that's where Tony kind of... Uh, where Tony um, made his life change when he was when he was 16, and I'm telling this story like I said I wasn't going to. So now I'm going to shut up, Tony, and tell us tell us about what happened when you were 16 years old. Kind of give us the the overall scope of who Tony is and what happened in your life. All right. So I've I've always been a big kid. I was uh I I was overweight since I was uh, in first grade, and by fifth grade I was uh, obese. I had over a 30 percent body fat. And it was never really a problem for me. I mean, I didn't really mind it that much. But as soon as I got to high school, I started getting picked on for my weight, which was a big problem in my high school. That's how it typically typically happened uh, in classes and in the hallway, you know, name-calling, hitting, things like that. And the first three years of my high school career, that's pretty much what I dealt with. And I would I would try diets every month or so, every couple of months, try to lose weight. And right. I mean, they work. They work every once in a while. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can um, sympathize with that. But you know, I just always fell off of them, and I could never stick to anything. Then at the end of my junior year, uh, in May 2010, I tried another diet and. For some reason, I just was able to stick with this one, and I began to lose weight, and people started complimenting me on it, and I started to get great feedback, and ever since that happened, I just kept on, it just fueled me so much, and I just wanted to lose more and more and more, and it felt so good. And over those uh, two and a half, three months of summer, I ended up losing about 30, 35 pounds, and... uh, uh, once I got back to high school for my senior year, I got really serious about uh, nutrition and working out, and I really focused hard on it. And then by um, December, winter break, I had lost a total of 85 pounds in about six or seven months. Awesome. So... and. You, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you, but I'm, I'm going to anyway because I can't help myself. So you said you you tried a, di- a different diet, and this time you stuck with it. You don't have to go into extreme detail, but just talk a little bit about what your eating habits were like before, like what you typically were eating, and then what you what the changes you made were. All right. So before before I tried that diet, I I really ate, I ate terrible. I would eat pizza every day, pizza rolls, chips peanut butter, um, sweets of all kind, cakes, candy, cookies, and I was just eating all the wrong kind of foods. I wasn't eating any kind of whole foods. Uh, I really ate fruit, never ate vegetables, and actually uh, never eating whole foods or anything really real uh, gave me a lot of health problems. I was, mm-hmm. I, I was sick a lot when I was in high school before I dieted uh, because of my diet, and I see that now. But as soon as I as soon as I started the diet, I 
introduce fruit fruit into my diet mostly. I would eat two, three apples a day. Apples became my favorite fruits. Mm. I I didn't eat any kind of sweets. I didn't eat fast food. I stayed away from foods that were fried or uh, foods that were typically higher in fat. And I cut out chips. I didn't eat pizza. And I really tried to stick to whole foods, fruits, vegetables, lean sources of protein, uh, better carbohydrate sources like pasta and bread. I stuck to those mostly. Nothing really, anything real strict, just kind of more whole foods. So did you, just all stuff you just gleaned off of watching part of P90X and a couple episodes of Dr. Oz and Oprah and you made up on your own? Or did you find a source for all this <laughs> that you went to as a resource? Um, for the first couple of months, I kind of just went with what I was feeling as far as I, I knew those foods were healthy. So that's basically right. what I went with. But like I said, yeah, as no, soon as nobody I got goes, back to my... <laughs> nobody goes, you mean pizza's bad for me? Nobody ever does that. Everybody knows <laughs> pizza's exactly. bad for you. Especially yeah. a whole pizza, you know, you know, yeah. a, a half of a large <laughs> meat lover's pizza from Pizza Hut's bad for you. I don't care who you are. Yeah. And that was the problem. I was, I was eating whole pizzas a day and right. sometimes, sometimes two, I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I would eat whole pizzas at the time. It would, it would be common practice for me. And that's what the real problem was. Yeah. So, and, so uh, you said for the first couple of months, you just kind of went on, you know, the basic uh, common sense that you had and the things that everybody does from watching TV ever. And then what, what happened after that? Did you get more, a little more, um, started educating yourself or what, what, where'd you go from there? Yeah. Like I said, as soon as I got to, uh, my senior year, I got, I actually got real serious about lifting weights and that's really where it all stemmed from. I started researching bodybuilding, I'm, I got, I got real into bodybuilding. I lifted weights, uh, five days a week. And with the bodybuilding came the bodybuilding, uh, diet, which right. is, which was the next step in my weight loss. I started only eating complex carbohydrates, uh, lean source of protein, healthy fats. And I would eat these foods at certain times, depending on what I read and what I believed was good for me. And as soon as I started focusing really hard on nutrition, that's when I really started to see my weight loss goals come to light. So you're telling me that uh, a typical uh, American high school kid using Google can find enough information to teach themselves how to get healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's funny. I mean, people say you got to get a trainer, you got to do this, but you just, you educated yourself. You took control of your own, you took, you know, you took control of your own destiny and said, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, I would um I would, I would go home after school, after working out, do my homework and I would spend hours researching. It fascinated me to just learn how food can what food can do to a person and how eating a certain food can make you feel a certain way and it it was amazing to me and I found everything on my own researching uh going to forums online everything just through google it was amazing <laughs> so tell me now uh, I, I know because i asked you yesterday when we were talking and trying to record the show where we had technical problems what are you you're <laughs> in college now and what are you majoring in tony i'm majoring in food science and nutrition what do you know you are a true convert you know that, that's awesome you're gonna make a life you're gonna make a lifetime career out of this and you're gonna help lots and lots of people i mean I, you, your your video motivated me somebody who was already 
pretty self-motivated, you know, and I, and I, um, and I'm excited about what you're, what you're doing. So, you know, we talked about the video, it's a YouTube video and, and I'll make sure I put the link in the show notes for people if they want to go watch it and see the transformation for themselves if they're just listening oh, to the, to, thank you. to the MP3. But the, uh, but talk about your blog too, cause you, you, um, you've got a blog and you do quite a bit of, uh, put a quite a bit of resources out there for people. Yeah. Um, my mom actually inspired me to write the blog and, you know, I I never really thought about it before, but it dawned on me that I might be able to actually help people. And as soon as I started writing it, I people started emailing me saying, "Thank you, this is amazing. I can't believe your transformation story and what you write about nutrition and fitness is amazing. It's helping me." And that's pretty much what I do. I write articles about you know diet and nutrition and what foods are good to eat, what foods uh, might not be great, different exercises that can help you really get get fat off your body and that are effective. Right. That's awesome. Now, I, and I, I didn't mention it at the beginning, but, you know, Tony, Tony's last name is Tony Scornavaco. And a couple of weeks ago, we had Kim Scornavaco. And there's no, that's no coincidence that their names are the same because they are related. That is his mom that he's referring to that inspired him to blog. And she was on talking about geocaching. So this is a, this is a family that's uh, influencing people to be healthy and be active. And this is, that's awesome. I think it's great that it's kind of a family thing. I know she's super excited for you. Oh, yeah. My mom has been my biggest supporter by far. Nothing, nothing I've uh, done as far as my blog would even be here if it wasn't for her. So I, I owe her so much. She's just great to me. She really made this happen for me. So I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. So, um, so you've got the blog, you've got the video, of course, that, you know, is, is inspiring people and driving traffic to the site so they can get more information and learn more. And then you, you obviously got your life plan about nutrition and, um, and fitness and, and helping people that way. Kind of, where do you want to go from here? That's what it's, What's what's your what's your next step? What are you doing physically, or or you know career wise, or uh, just when your whole fitness journey? What what's next for Tony Scornavaco? Wow. Um. Oh, I've got a lot of goals. I wanna I wanna better myself as far as in my. I'm I'm very passionate about bodybuilding. I ever I lost the weight and I, I saw how scrawny I was really from <laughs> never never eating uh, good right. food during, while I was big. So I'm really passionate about bodybuilding. I want to build my body up a little bit more. But what I'm really passionate about is my career goals, and that's I want to eventually help people uh, who are in the same position that I was in who didn't have anybody, and I want to be there for these people and help them achieve their weight loss goals. And I figure for starting out, I'll probably most likely work in a hospital being a nutritionist or a dietitian uh-huh. but eventually but eventually I'd like to open up my own um, practice if right. that's the correct word mm-hmm. and I want to be able to uh, counsel people and educate them because what I'm really big about is I don't want to give somebody a diet to follow kind of like a a commercial diet I won't I won't name names of course but uh, different commercial diets that you see, they put you on a program, and then as soon as you lose the weight, you don't really know where to go from there because you obviously can't follow the program for the rest of your life. Right. So I, I really want to teach people about nutrition and teach them how to change their eating habits so they can carry this out through their entire life. Yeah, that's something we talk about a lot on the show is 
Um, diet can be a noun or a verb. If it's a noun, it's the things a person or a creature habitually eats. Everybody has a diet. It's the things that you eat. Then you can also be on a diet, which is when you eat a certain way for a limited time to get a special a certain effect. Well, the problem is when you're on a diet, then you're going to come off the diet. And when you come off the diet, you're going to end up with the same problems you had before you were on the diet. So, yeah, we talk a lot about that on the show, about changing, permanently changing the way you eat, not doing something for the short term just to try to shed a few pounds. And yes, so exactly. I think that's great that you're, that you're wanting to encourage people to do the same thing. And I think, you know, your goal is to help people. Obviously, I think you already are. So I just want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. I think it's awesome. Um, do you have well, a couple of success you. stories you want to uh, share from some of your uh, blog followers, video viewers? you have some success stories out there? I've got one really good success story that I would love to talk about. Um, okay. This woman, named Moira, this woman named Moira started reading my blog pretty, um, uh, pretty, early in my blog's infancy, like when it started, and she emailed me uh, a few months ago and told me she was, thank you from the bottom of my heart, I, I've been reading your blog, and thanks to you, uh, me and my husband have been losing weight, I've lost over 35 pounds, he's done the same, and just hearing that, it made it so worth it to me, and I just want to, I just want to bring that kind of joy to Everybody who wants to lose right. weight, it's just great to hear that somebody is um, healthier both mentally and physically because of weight loss. It's it's great to me. That's awesome. Well, you know, uh, it. I tell people all the time when people say, well, man, how'd you do it? You know, because I, I don't know if you've seen some of my before pictures on on my blog but i was a pretty big guy i'm still a big guy but i was a really big guy and so my co-workers and stuff that have seen me lose you know a whole person say how'd you do it you know <laughs> it's so hard to lose weight and, and i tell them i tell them losing weight may not be easy but it's really fairly simple you know it's it's not rocket science oh, it yeah. is something that like yeah. uh, you know you uh, uh just uh um you know obviously a smart uh, smart guy but you know you you weren't trained in nutrition and stuff when you started, but you made smart choices at the beginning and started losing weight right off the bat before you even educated yourself. It, it's not hard. It's just a matter of – it's not complicated is what I'm trying to say. It's fairly simple. If you can put those few tools in people's hands, it's like handing that guy that's you know trying to break a rock with a, with a stick, and he's sitting there beating this rock with a stick, and you can hand him a sledgehammer <laughs> to make him that much more effective and get the work done. Uh, yeah, that's a great joy. Anytime I can help somebody, it's, it's wonderful, and it's awesome that you've got – that kind of feedback coming back. So you've talked about what you did. You know, you started lifting weights, started doing some weight training. You changed your diet significantly from really bad to really good. If if you had always always do the uh, the grocery store analogy, this is what I tell people a lot of times when I have guests like you on the show. I say if you were in line with somebody at the grocery store and you start talking to them and they say, man, I really need to lose some weight. And and you have an opportunity to share your story and, you know, in, in four minutes in the grocery store line. Um, and they say, man, you've lost, you've lost all that weight. That's a great, tell me what I should do. What's the, what's the Tony's cliff notes version? What's the, what's the, uh, the, um, the low hanging fruit, you know, high yield, simple things that somebody that listens to this podcast and goes home today and may want to start making some changes. Maybe they're that guy that's still sitting on the couch and still eating the pizza every day. What's those first simple steps? Obviously, we don't have time for you to detail a weight loss plan for everybody. But if you had that few minutes to encourage somebody, what would Tony say to him? Oh, I would tell him stick to whole foods, 
good lean protein sources, uh, chicken, uh, steak, leaner cuts of steak, um, turkey, things like that. Stick to complex carbohydrates, whole wheat, whole grain breads, whole wheat pasta. It keeps you fuller longer. Keeps you. It gives you more energy. Uh, good healthy fats, peanut butter, nuts, in moderation, of course, because those are really high in calories. Right. Uh, but to stick to whole foods, the foods that God intended us to eat, and our that our good green earth makes for us. Uh, try to stay away from processed foods. Uh, don't eat anything. So should, that's should, I, been, should I drink Pepsi? Every day? No, I, I, I wouldn't drink Pepsi every day. That might not be a good idea as far as weight loss. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's so, a couple things in there that might not help with that. Right. So if they said, well, you know, I eat okay, you know, what would you recommend for exercise? What would you tell, what would you give people, tell that person that maybe doesn't have a gym membership yet, uh, maybe hasn't done a lot of weight training or, you know, either what would you tell them for advice or where would you direct them resource-wise? Well, if they didn't have a if they didn't have a gym available to them, or uh, they didn't have uh, the funding to pay for a gym, I would just tell them get outside, uh, play a sport, play basketball, play baseball, play something that you enjoy. Or if you don't really enjoy sports, go for a walk. Walking is a great type of exercise. It's so healthy for you. Go running. Just be active at some point during the day. Um, get your heart rate going, getting your heart rate up really burns calories. So if they really had no other options, uh, go outside, be active, do something enjoyable. That's awesome. So you, we've got those that listen to the show all, all the time know that we, we have show notes and you've got in the show notes there, you have something that, that piqued my interest. You have the statement or the question, should I tell someone, should you tell someone that you're dieting? So what do you think about that? <laughs> Well, that that depends to a uh, certain degree. If you're living in a uh, in a family in a fa- in a house, you might want to tell them that you're dieting, so they may not bring foods around you that you're going to be tempted to eat. And I know that that was always a problem for me. So telling uh, the people around you that you're on a diet in order to stri- stay away from those foods can help. But as far as telling other people, like friends or acquaintances that you've met a couple times that you're on a diet, I, w- I wouldn't just because if they don't see you for a while or if they do see you and they're noticing that you're losing weight, you're going to know that they're saying it uh, because you've made progress and not just because you told them you were on a diet. Right. Yeah, you don't want to go, I've been on my diet for weeks, how do I look? They're going to say, you look great. Exactly. <laughs> and you may not be making great progress but yeah. you might make some progress and you just want to know that somebody's giving you their honest opinion that's true that's a great idea you know um i i recommend people to whether you publicly proclaim it or not to get uh, some kind of accountability system set up find somebody that you're kind of partnering with uh and kind of kind of both ways actually in, in a perfect world in my opinion you'd have two people that would help you you'd have one person who's kind of in the boat with you you know what I mean? That's the same, that's your partner that yeah, you yeah. need, that's, that, that, you know, we're in the struggle together. But then you also need the person that's successful so that you're, that, that a person that has, has lost weight or has, uh, is healthy, who can be the person to, to keep you accountable. Um, and so for me, I, that's what I did when I first started. I had, a, I had a friend that started walking and running with me. And then I had another friend that I met with every other week for lunch who was a retired lieutenant colonel in the army. 
So he was the guy that I had to, you know, show up to and say, yes, sir, I've been eating right, <laughs> sir, you know. Um, and and it worked. that worked for me. I, I didn't really, you know, I blogged about it a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't broadcast it at work. And that was, you're exactly right. When people at work started noticing, Aaron, you've lost some weight. That was so encouraging to me, you know, that I wanted to keep doing it. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to keep moving toward being healthy and fit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no greater motivation as far as weight loss than having people take notice of what you've done and act and to be inspired by you. That's such great motivation. You just want to keep going. And the good thing, see, what I have, I I have a podcast for two reasons. One, so I can get the word out and encourage people and help people, and also because you can't have a podcast about being about being fit and start eating bad and gaining weight. <laughs> so it's my built-in accountability. Um, you know, every week I get on the on the the quote unquote radio and talk about being healthy and keeps it right there in the forefront of my brain and you know keeps me accountable. So there's your there's your secret right there, everybody. If you're listening, start a podcast about losing weight. It'll make you accountable and keep you accountable. Or start a blog. I think blogging's a great idea, and I you know I did it. You're doing it. Um, and as you learn, you share with others, and it's such a you know a circle of life, you know, a reciprocal thing. You know, you're not supposed to be podcasting tonight. Thank you, Nathaniel. Go away. My son did his weekly requirement to to interrupt. He's like, Dad, you know you're not supposed to be podcasting tonight. <laughs> He's five. So, again, frequent listeners know Nathaniel well. Um, so, yeah, it's that whole, you know, you, you receive and you give and, you know, you bless as you have been blessed. And I think it's awesome. And I'm... I hope people that list, are listening that, you know, receive this MP3 on a stream and, and uh, listen to it, which I know a lot of people get them that way or off of iTunes, go to the show notes uh, at one meal, one workout.com and watch the, and go to the video of Tony's uh, video to see the transformation because him saying I lost 85 pounds doesn't really do justice to what he did. He was, he was, and I hope you don't mind me saying this. I said this the other day talking about an, the upcoming episode that you were the quote unquote typical American fat kid, just oh, like yeah. I was, you know, ate bad, probably sat around all the time. And now he's the, uh, the epitome of, of fitness and health. He, he looks like he's um, ready to go run a marathon. And so, oh, uh, I don't know about which that. Which I'm doing in March. I'm running one in March. So, uh, Are you really? I am. Um, so it, it's awesome. It was awesome to see the transformation. And um, I mean, do I, I, you know off the top of your head, ballpark, how many hits you've had on that video? It's a million, some, two million. Oh, wow. It's, it's something like 1.8 million, I believe. Yeah, so we'll just we'll just say a million and three quarters to be round uh, numbers, two million to be a round number. So he's had a couple of million people watch that video, and he's inspired. I've actually been thinking about making one myself, but um, I've just been too lazy. I've had too many other things to do. <laughs> I might do one leading up to the marathon, and the the finish of the video could be running me finishing the finish line at the marathon. But uh, we'll see. Um, but that's great, Tony, and I, I appreciate you being on. Um, and well, another thank you so thing much I like for to do having is, me. I like to do with my guests. Oh, you're more than welcome. I appreciate your your time. Uh, is is there anything else? Anything we haven't covered that you want to talk about? Um, uh, if I, I missed anything in the notes that you really wanted to hit on, this is your time. You're you're the expert today, and they hear me every week. So I want to get everything out of you that I can while I got you here. No, oh, I, I see one right here in the notes. We missed how how to deal with going off your diet for a day. That's oh, a great topic. That. All right, yeah. <clears throat> There's always a day where uh, you're going to fall off your diet. There's yep. a family party. There's something going on. But it's it's really no big deal if you've got a couple ways to deal with it. 
if you know it's going to be coming up and you know that it's going to be uh, a day where you eat a little bit more, the days leading up to that, uh, you might want to just scale back on your eating a little bit. You might want to exercise a little bit more. And that's about, that's just going to counter counteract uh, what you eat that day for the most part. And that's really going to cut down on its effect on you. And then also, if it happens unexpectedly, you find yourself uh, eating some ice cream and you didn't know that, that was going to happen. It happens to everybody, so don't worry. I don't know where this um, ice cream came from. <sighs> uh, yeah, if that happens, then the next day, just cut back on your eating a little bit. Exercise a little bit more instead of running one mile. Run a mile and a half. Do a little more exercise the next day. And uh, you'll be just fine. Don't worry about it. You might have a little water retention, but that's completely normal. Right. So, you know, that's, that's that so echoes the whole one meal, one workout philosophy. You know, the, the idea of the one meal, one workout, and you and I haven't talked about it directly, is that you just literally approach it one meal at a time, one workout at a time. If you mess up on breakfast, you don't just go, oh, well, I've blown it. You just do better oh, than yeah, meal. Yeah. You know, and so the same idea, if you if you have a bad day, if it's, you know, you end up going out for Mexican food and you overdo it on the chips and hot sauce instead of just going, oh, well, let's go get some yogurt too. Um, you just scale back the next day, make sure you hit your exercise, make sure you watch what you're eating, and, and it it's not the end of the world. It's, um, no, absolutely it's a whole, not. It happens to the best of us, believe me. Yeah, it's just, a, um, I like to tell people it's a, it's about making a series of better choices. You know, absolutely, you I completely day agree after day that. after day that it'll uh, it moves you closer to your goal. So absolutely. Well, again, Tony, I really appreciate your time, and I I would just I'm just guessing, and I expect that we might have you back on in the future. Uh, maybe if I as I'm watching your blog, if I see a particular topic you post about that piques my interest, I might give you a call and see if you want to be back on the show. And um, I really enjoyed it, and you're 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 an inspiration to me, and I think to everybody else out there. Well, thank you very much. That really means a lot to me. That's really what I want to do is just inspire people and encourage them to live a healthier life if that's really what they desire. Uh, thanks a lot. I would lo- I'd love to be back on the show if you would have me. <laughs> well, hopefully next time you come back, if you're listening to this, you probably don't know that we had all kinds of, this is actually our second attempt, actually really our third <laughs> attempt to record the interview. Tony was so gracious yesterday. We had internet connection problems with Mark and then we... And then that's why you haven't heard Don and Mark talking at all during the interview. They're not actually here. It's just Tony and I the next day doing the interview. Then Tony and I tried to do it yesterday, and we had technical problems on my end. So today we did it. We have slayed the beast. We have made the recording. It is done. <laughs> and hopefully when I hit stop here, it actually saves the files. <laughs> oh, man. I hope so, too. We'll find out in just a minute. So, all right, uh, Tony, again, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me on. You have a great day, Aaron. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, that was Tony's Corner Vaco, of course. And now we are moving on to what is, for some people, the favorite part of the show, the healthy recipe tip. And our healthy recipe tip today comes from, as it so often does, Mr. Don Sullivan. Don, what do you got for uh, us? Well, I just tried this one today. Um, I, I'd seen in a couple of places. Actually, I, I think I originally saw this on Not Dr. Laura's blog. Um <laughs> We keep referring to her as that, so I'm going to just run with it. Uh, healthy Kids, and she's been on here several times. She's wonderful. We love talking to her, but um, saw kale chips. I didn't even know what a kale was. Yes. Found out kale is this leafy green vegetable. Uh, Don, you know where like, kale is used quite often? That's, the, that's that? the stuff they, used, they put around fancy um, salad bars. You know, when the fancy salad bars, when they have the green leafy stuff in between the different items? 
Is that what that, that is? I thought kale. it was just like that's a cup kale. of lettuce or something. Wow. Oh, okay. Kale. Anyway, anyway, but you can also eat it, apparently. Apparently so. So what I did was I got some kale at the grocery store, and it, we went to the grocery store, and I was like, hey, this stuff's a buck fifty, and I keep seeing about it on the internet. I've just got to try this. It can't be this easy. And my cousin posted on Facebook this week that he had made some, and I was just like, it can't be this easy. So I decided I was going to try it. Got the kale home. You just tear it up into little potato chip sized pieces, however large you want your potato chips to be. And you just sprinkle a little bit of olive oil in there and a little bit of salt. Um, I used kosher salt because it was fancy and I had it in my pantry and hey, there you go. And then you put it in the oven at 300 degrees for a little over 10 minutes. You set the timer for 10 minutes and you just kind of check them and make sure that they're all um, kind of shriveled up and crunchy and delicious they're really good actually and they have that crunch like a potato chip does because they get good and dry and crunchy uh-huh. uh, it's, it's just i don't know for me like that's one of the big things about eating potato chips like the the texture and and the just the right. it's very visceral so that's anyway why i like pickles same reason the crunch yeah there you go you get to so something. if you're a potato chip addict if you're a potato chip addict and you're looking for something else to try go for kale chips they are as ridiculously easy to make as the internet has made them sound for me (laughs) and uh, as i'm making them sound i guess i'm the internet now making them sound now so go for it give it a shot let us know what you think well since we're such big fans of dr not dr laura laura field uh, we'll go ahead and put the link to her recipe box from her website in the show notes number two in her list is kale chips which has the same basic recipe that don just said in case you didn't write all that down along along with another 15 or 20 uh, great recipes for healthy snacks for kids and adults. So uh, one last thing before we wrap up the show. Um, you, you, if you've listened to previous shows or you, you follow my, uh, my blog on One Meal and Workout or, uh, or my Facebook feed or Twitter feed or any of those social media streams, you probably know that I am going to run the Atlanta, actually it's the Georgia Publix Marathon, March 17th. And I'm attempting to raise money for the American Cancer Society as part of my run. So I'm asking people to sponsor me. Basically, I'm going to do it this way. $100 a mile, $50 a half mile. If you want to go even less than $50, I'll give you a quarter mile, 25 bucks. However you want to do it. I'll take any donation and give you any part of a mile that you would like to sponsor me on. I've already got my first sponsor. One person's already sponsored me for one mile. So I've got $100 um, going to the American Cancer Society. And I would just love to be able to raise twenty six hundred and twenty dollars uh, or more for the race. If you know, I'll 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 stand right here now, Mark. I'm going to stand right here. Actually, I'm sitting. Don, if you hear me, listen to this. If people donate more than twenty six hundred twenty dollars, I will run the extra mileage. I'm talking crazy. Oh talk. wow, that is crazy talk. That, so if people donate twenty seven hundred dollars, guess what? I'm running an extra point eight miles. I'm running twenty seven miles that day. Now I may have to come home and run it because they may chase me off the course because it'll be like six hours. And I'll be running late, and I'll be pulling the cones up behind me. But that's okay. Whatever I got to do to do the mileage, I have to walk that next. I, I would love to have to do two, two marathons that day. I'd have to train for two. That'd be fantastic because that'd mean $5,200 for the American Cancer Society. Or I might just sign up for another marathon and do it later. But anyway, my point is donate, guys. Let's, uh, let's give some money to the American Cancer Society. I, I don't think there's anybody out there who hasn't lost a loved one or a close friend uh, to cancer or had somebody that's fought it and survived it. Um, so that would be great. And I'm looking at getting t-shirts made with your names as to what mile you, you sponsored me on the back, which would be kind of cool. So it'd be like Don Sullivan. It'd be like mile three, Don Sullivan, like that on the back of the t-shirt. And I might even get you a t-shirt. Think Don, about me, your name the, on. Whole mile, the whole mile. I would. Your, I would, I would change your name. Don 
Sullivan, Don, Sullivan. As I'm running like that, people say, what is wrong with that guy? He is freaky. And then I'd be like, that's okay. I raised $2,620 for American Cancer Society. What you should do is start out the race wearing 26 shirts with each person's name on it. And every mile, peel a shirt off so that, yeah. you know, we, yeah. That's I, I thought about in the, in the 20, summer. I was going to try to have somebody meet me at every mile and change shirts and take a picture of me running in that person's shirt. So as I came running up to each mile, the person would take a picture of me in the mile before and hand me the next mile shirt. See, that'd be awesome because with 26 shirts on, you'd look like you looked when you first started losing weight. See, you'd be all be ballooned out. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to start off with like triple X's or quadruple X's and work my way yeah, down. You'd to be losing and... weight with every mile. That'd be fantastic. No, so I, I thought about that originally. Then I decided, you know what I'll do? I'll just do the logo on the front and then a list of names on the back. <laughs> I thought that might be easier. But I, I'm, I'm willing to pull out of my own pocket. And I think and, and if, I can, if, I can, if I have the money... And get shirts for everybody that contributes, which I'd like to do. I think that'd be kind of cool. Awesome. You know, thanks to my sponsors, and then have bam on the back, that kind of thing, something like that. So, anyway, enough about that. If you want to know more about it, you can go to one meal one workout.com. Of course, as always, that's the number one meal number one workout.com. Up at the top, there's a thing that says sponsor me in, uh, in the top menu bar. Uh, you can click on that and read the article. Or over on the right, it says, I need your help. It has a little blurb and says, read here for the details. Uh, and it has a little countdown clock. It's nine months, guys. Ten days, 12 hours, and eight minutes to run Mageddon. Run nine Mageddon. Months, ten days, 12 hours, eight minutes to run Mageddon. That's right. So uh, there you have it. That's what I'm doing. And uh, I'd love for, for you guys to uh, out there in the listening land to support me and support the American Cancer Society. So... As I've always said, you can contact me at Aaron, A-R-O-N, at OneMealWorkout.com if you have any questions. Or, and uh, By the way, you can donate directly to the American Cancer Society and just send me the link that you did it. You don't have to even pass any money through my hands. That way you get uh, tax credit and all that, so there's no, no worry about that. Um, or you can go to the forums, post something on the forums at ElementOP.com. If you want to get a hold of Mark or Don, you can go to the forums there, both those guys, check those forums out. And uh, send us any of us a message. And we're looking for some show topics. We've got a couple of shows lined up, but we're looking for some topics in the future. So shoot us some show topics out there, guys. And we'd be glad to talk about whatever it is that you're interested in talking about. Don, Mark, any other things before we go? Looking forward to uh, doing this face-to-face with you someday, Aaron. It's going to be fun. I've got the air conditioner hey, on. Got the table. Get all of us in the room. That would be wacky crazy. That would be. That'd be fantastic. I don't know what Mark's going to be. He's probably busy on August 17th, but you never know. He might come down with me to Waycross when we go run the race and do a live podcast recording of us by the side of us as we're running through the mud. <laughs> Don, Aaron, how are you feeling? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Why What's did happened? I do this? Oh, that'd be fun. I think we're going to have it's 115 fun. 115 degrees out here. What's going on? Yeah, bring it's on the water. Great. Just the opposite of the problem with the Tough Mudder. All right, guys. It was great, and uh, we made it through the whole the whole pre-post recording without any internet drops and that is so exciting why did it not do that when we had our guests i don't know but before you go out and you start some crazy diet or start exercising and running 10 miles a day do me a favor guys gals out there in radio land just go have a little talk with your your local health care provider